Desert Diaries. Week 42. Hello, Arizona calling. And this week, I've been a bit all over the place. Remember I told you that we decided to put our house in Manchester on the market? Well, this week, I just got really upset about it. The thought that I won't ever sleep there again just really freaked me out. When we moved into that house about five and a half years ago, I thought that we'd have that house forever. I mean, I thought about travelling and maybe living somewhere else for a bit, but I really didn't think that we'd never go back to it. I just felt really sad at that thought. And then I felt a bit desperate. So I called my mum, who let me sob down the phone at her. And then after I spoke to her, well, then I freaked out even more because she's so ill. What about the day that I won't be able to call her? So then I got more upset and ah, I went to bed dead early and then woke up still feeling quite rubbish. Honestly, I didn't really want to get out of bed. So I had a bit of a word with myself, reminded myself of where I lived and decided to go and climb a mountain. <laughs> I left the house about 7am because obviously that's the sort of person I am now. Someone who gets up on a Sunday morning at 6.30, gets herself together and goes to climb a mountain. Hello. Uh, so I headed off to a place called Pinnacle Peak. It's about 25 minutes from where I live. Less than that at stupid o'clock on a Sunday morning. And I realised halfway there... I'd forgotten my headphones. Ah, And I thought, well, blimey, I really am going to be alone with my thoughts then, right? Amazingly, the car park was already about a third full by 20 past seven in the morning. And as I started to climb, I was met with a whole bunch of sickeningly healthy people who were running, yes, running back down the mountain. So they'd already done the whole thing. The Greater Phoenix area is just a haven for hikers or walkers, as we tend to call them in Britain, as there are so many beautiful trails snaking through the Sonoran Desert and up the numerous mountains. And for about nine months of the year before it gets too scorchingly hot, you can just have the most fantastic time. Talking of snakes, there are signs everywhere along the trail saying rattlesnakes beware rattlesnakes ahead don't approach and I know when I first moved here I'd see those signs and I'd think "Ooh," and now I just think <laughs> I must be turning into a local I still haven't actually seen a rattlesnake in the wild although my friend Brian saw one on this very trail on Pinnacle Peak last autumn it's still a bit chilly for them to be out and about this time of year actually so I still had a snake free hike Another beastie that can be found on Pinnacle Peak and all over this region, in fact, is the Gila Monster, spelt Gila, G-I-L-A, Gila Monster, if you want to go and look it up. It's a really beautiful but really venomous lizard, pink and black and actually deadly. However, they are so slow moving, they're quite chubby, so they're not like the little ones who scamper up the wall. They're so slow moving that I did meet one herpetologist who said, if you stood around long enough to get bitten by a Gila monster and then remain still enough for them to bite you for long enough to administer enough venom to kill you, you're so stupid you deserve to die. <laughs> I mean, that's a bit harsh, but I think what he's saying is, don't get too worried about being bitten by a Gila monster if you come to Arizona, okay? It's not going to be top of your worry list at all. I did meet one man actually who worked in a reptile park who had been nipped by an injured Gila monster that was brought in. And even though it was that, just a teeny nip, he said it was like his hand was being hit by a hammer every 10 minutes for a month. 
That's how long it took that venom to work out of his body. That is some bite. Anyway, it was a creature-free trek and just beautiful. The sky was clear, the sun was just warm enough in mid-February to be in shorts, but absolutely not too hot to get too sweaty and uncomfortable. And the views across Phoenix and the wider valley and the Sonoran Desert, well, just spectacular. I puffed my way up and down that mountain in just under two hours and by the time I got back to the car park, it was heaving with people desperate to stretch their legs. In fact, people were actually queuing down the road to get a spot. I was glad I'd made the effort to get there before the crowds and glad I'd fought the urge as well to pull the duvet up around my ears for the day. Going up that mountain gave my brain just enough room to think, of course I'm freaking out we won't have our house anymore. It's normal. It's okay to feel that way. I loved that house. It was my dream house. But it's just a thing. It clearly wasn't enough to stop me from coming on this crazy adventure. But in all the madness of the last few months, the fact I suppose that I knew it was there to go back to, if I wanted to, that represented a bit of security that I hadn't even realised I wanted or needed. The house represented a time that I was stable and safe and steady and because things have been anything but stable and safe and steady in the last few months the thought of that house not being there well it freaked me out but the last few months have also been exciting and challenging in ways that I know have taught me so much and I've felt such gratitude and joy I might not know what the future holds but I know it won't be boring I also know that to properly move forward you have to not look back to fully embrace all the possibilities of the future. You've got to let go of things that hold us in the past, even if that's scary. So we may live back in Manchester one day. We may not. I don't know. But I do know that that house, as much as I loved it, it isn't my home anymore. My home's here. I'll see you in the desert. Right, before I head off to climb another mountain, no, not really, I'll probably just have some cake. I just wanted to say a really big thank you if you've read the article that I wrote in The Guardian this week about the road trip that Mum and I took in Australia. If you haven't, I'd really love you to read it. You can just get online and Google Sam Walker, The Guardian, road trip, Australia. You know how to Google, you know what to do. But if you uh, do have a read, thank you so much. And come and say hello as well on our new Facebook group. I would love you to stop by and say howdy. All you need to do is head to facebook.com slash see you in the desert. Listener.